Don't, don't, oh, no, 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 don't, no, no. Uh, how can I leave? Uh, garbage. Yeah, I've been, I need more Joe Diamato in my life. You ever point your gun in the air and just scream while you shoot it? Claudio for Grosso Weaver. He's like, oh, 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 what? Oh, real rough. Just hear the heavy sigh. Just, <sighs> just the, the sigh of life. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't slept in the last two nights. I, I bet I've had six hours in the last two days. Uh, why headache? Ah, uh, that was the one day I had a migraine, and then the next last night I just couldn't sleep. Just head congested and. Sitting out in baseball practice for three hours in cold wind and rain. And you get to do that all over again tonight. Uh, it's only an hour and a half tonight, but it starts at seven. Like, oh. And the kids are like doing state testing and stuff right now, too. It's like, come on. But I'm not allowed to complain about it anymore, so yeah. I just gotta shut my mouth. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's. It's. It's not just you and it's not just me. It must be a thing because I'm in the same boat. Just. Mm. Oh, and and la- last night was like his, what, second or third practice? We haven't even got to games yet. And there's like a dozen games. Yeah. Oh, same here. Yep. About- At least. And and, and ho- last night he was like, Dad, can I quit baseball? I'm, I'm done over it. I'm like. <sighs> I knew it was going to happen. I just uh, knew it was going to happen. I was like, nope, you can't. Gotta, so, gotta power through. We gotta finish what we start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of a, we all have to power through it. Like, not just the kids. The, the adults have to power through it as well. Oh, it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Which means as soon as we're done here, I have to run out and mow the lawn and... Oh, are you serious? Oh, it's just freaking cold out. My body has officially switched over to summer. And so when it's 42 degrees and raining and the wind's blowing, I'm freaking cold. So back but, outside you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna ha- it's going to snow tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> uh. And if I let it go, then it won't be dry for like, you know, three or four days. And then it's so high that you can't barely mow. So this day is a bust. This is... No, oh, I didn't get much done today. Did you? I was way too tired. Nap at all? Was, or no? There's no naps. I can't nap. I mean, as soon as, especially on these days, because I got the work thing in the morning at six yeah. a.m. Let's see. Then I go out and kind of chill a little bit, and then Addie comes down and banging her bang clang bang 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 bang. bang. Then she leaves. Another half an hour goes by. I might almost start to doze off. Then the wife comes down to get ready for work. Bang to bang, bang. Turn on every light in the house and then leave the room. You know. Uh-huh. Then she leaves for work and at a little after eight. And then then the boys come down. Bang to bang to bang. It's just... It's, it's hopeless. 
it's just hopeless. But then once they leave, then you're good to go, right? Or... Yeah. Yep. Then they leave, and then my other neighbors start mowing their lawn, and uh, somebody downtown is doing some work somewhere because there's like an excavator that's constantly backing up. So I can just hear it beep, 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 and it's like by by that point, I'm so pissed off. Yep. Yeah. That it's just like it's totally hopeless. Uh, so this is just how it is. Yeah, yeah. Have you tried jerking off or? <laughs> oh, you know, you try. I've tried forty-one, dude. I've tried everything. Even well, even last night, my wife was like, "Take a couple Benadryl because my allergy's been yeah horrible because the trees are all blooming now." So I took a couple Benadryl. I said, "Is this going to knock me out?" She said, "Yeah, probably." Mm. Oh no, I was wired. No, oh, it's, it's wired. Okay, so it's that type of medication where it's either. Some people get completely dead tired and then others just wired. There are times that I've taken Benadryl and it has knocked me out, but not this time. Uh, uh. I was just like, I'm up, I'm awake, what's happening, what's going on? Can't sleep, head stuffed. And if I lay laid down, you know, the Drain- drill, oh yeah, drainage, yep. Can't breathe. Like, <sighs> drainage, cuts, yeah, cuts throat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, uh, I guess, well, it's my, I have to go first and bitch. Uh, <clears throat> it's already starting. Oh, I can. <laughs> um, oh, and, and, and just now with running the kids to two different baseballs and blah, 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 and just the attitudes. Oh my, why do you guys have attitudes? We're going to doing fun stuff. Eh. And they don't even care anymore. It seems like, because one of our major things is, is about their room being a disaster, which for the most part, don't care too much about, but they use a towel every night and they throw it on the floor. And it's like, now your room smells like wet towel. Oh, musty. yeah. And it's like, then they pull out a shirt and they try it on like, I don't want this shirt. Throw it on the floor. Get another one. <laughs> it's just like, quit doing that. Eh. <laughs> this has happened now a few times where we've lost our shit on them and they still don't care. So I, I was so mad yesterday. I was like, you guys are done. You got absolutely no screen time or anything fun for the rest of the week. Good. What did they do? We're, we're too busy running for baseball anyway. So you get nothing. You have no screens whatsoever. <laughs> uh, what am I supposed to do then? I'm like go read a book, <sighs> but I don't understand. I'm like you're not doing what we told you to do. Put your shit in the hamper, et cetera, et cetera. Don't throw clean clothes on the floor because then we come up and we don't know what's clean, what's dirty, and they just can't even see the carpet. Everything's on the floor. And I understand if it's like your toys and shit that's in your room. I don't give a crap about that. But wet blankets and it smells musty and... Like, for crying out loud. I'm sure people listening right now are like, what, you don't check on your kids' state of their room, like, every day? No, no, I don't. No, neither do I. (laughs) Now, oh man, that would be infuriating. I mean, our, our kids are okay with getting, keeping the clothes in the hamper um, for the most part. Towels can be an issue after after bath or after shower, but it's not. And it, uh, tell me if I'm weird on this one too. I, I'll use a towel for a week. Oh yeah, I, I use it for at least three or four days, at least. At, at least. One time. They use it one time. And it's in the dirty laundry. But, but this, like, is, this is to dry quit. yourself off, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not dirty. <laughs> quit doing that. Yeah. Eh. In the hamper. 
So we just are constantly washing towels because they only use them once. They're not dirty. (laughs) Okay. I was just checking to make sure it wasn't me or it's an Amish thing or something. Even even like when we wash cars and we dry them off, we just let that dry. And then the next time we wash the car, we do it again. We do that for at least three or four times. And then then we put, then we put that in the laundry because it's like, well, the car is clean. Your body is clean. So you're wiping off. Clean water. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, it, it's a constant battle. Oh, man. Same with, are you ready to go? Yep. Oh, uh, that's a no. Walk over to the door. Where's your water bottle? Oh, I didn't get that. Where's your mask? Oh, I didn't get that. Where's your Where's your baseball cleats? Um, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> you are not ready to go. Eh. <laughs> I had enough of it yesterday. Enough. I took everything away for the rest of the week. You get nothing. So uh, when they come home from school, what will it be? Homework and then... Well, they're going to have to do homework since we have late baseball practice because we're not going to get home till almost 9 o'clock. Yeah. And that's if they quit on time. And um, you know, I'm not sure about you, but ours usually does not quit on time. Yeah, they didn't last night. And it was... They actually... Uh, in-law relative is there and her kid's on the team too. She goes, uh, Coach... They have state testing tomorrow. Can we kind of wrap this up? And he's like, yeah, okay, guys, we're done. It's all good. We're done. We're done. At two and a half innings of a practice scrimmage. Let's just call it. And then I'm, so I'm like, all right, hold and pack up your stuff. And then other coaches, I guess, just like, ah, let's just go ahead and let them finish batting. <laughs> and it's like giant dark cloud storm rolling in and sprinkling and freezing wind. And now I... Sp- can't imagine why I sound like this and I'm sick. So we were there another half an hour, but I was there from 530 to 20 after eight. Oh man. Now, did you eat before? Did you have to wait and eat supper till when, like when you got home? I dropped him off and then I went up the street and grabbed a couple slices of pizza from okay. a local place. Okay. Cause I would have been beyond hangry by that point. Like, oh yeah, and I, I, I'm training them to get ready when, like, if we have practice, get home from school, get everything ready so that you can just throw on your shoes and walk out the door. That's the first thing you do. You don't go play with the neighbors, you don't go anything. The first thing you do is you make yourself a sandwich, get your water bottle ready. Oh, and then the water bottle, he's like, I'll just grab this one from school. It's like, alright. Huge water bottle. An inch of water in the bottom. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? And I didn't know till I was on the road because he said he grabbed a water bottle. It's like, oh. so what, did you have to stop and get a bottle of water to fill it up, or are you just like have fun with your? Inch? Luckily, there was a bottle of water in the car that Addie had bought or something. But I just dumped that in his water bottle and was like, good enough. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I the games haven't even started yet. I couldn't believe how many games, and some of them are like in Danville. Oh, I don't want to hear and that. And some of them are oh. in this other place that's out past Danville. I'm like, that's going to be like an hour drive. Or at least 45 minutes. At least. On oh. a school night. Yeah. It's just... If it makes you feel any better, it's up, up here, it's it's the same regiment for baseball. It's long, they go long, and then... And I think there's going to be 12 games at least. And, oh... Well, I saw... The, Corbin's sheet the other night, and I was like, maybe he can just skip a couple of these that are that are almost an hour away. Uh, he needs to he needs to put all the help he can get. I'm like, you know, because every other kid is just going to the majors. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, and for us, we've uh, it's it was karate, which now it's we, that's been on hold for a while, and now they're in Cub Scouts, which. As you, oh, well, you, you may not, may or may not know, but that is a commitment to, for parents equal to the commitment that it is for the kids. Cause one, you have to run them all over the place. And two, lots of times where the parents stick around to interact with the other parents. No. Not me. Oh, not me. There were several <laughs> times last night that I had to leave and go sit in my car just so I could warm up a little bit. I was that cold. Oh, that's something. And then of course, you know, because of where I live. Everybody has to sign these agreements. I'm sure you have to at the beginning. No alcohol, no tobacco, yeah. no, you know, no swearing at the refs and all that jazz. And one big, large fella just tromping in with his camper seat under his arm, and he had a a water bottle, like a plastic, uh, the like if you just go to the store and buy a bottle of water. Yeah, and one of those that was half full of some tan liquid. Whiskey. And a Diet Pepsi in the other hand. Sat there smoking cigarettes the whole night, making me gag on his Winston lights or or, uh, Marlboro lights or whatever. Just, oh, just mm, (laughs) middle fingers all around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The tan liquid, that's that's whiskey. We we have been there and done that. (laughs) Right. But I at least have some kudos for kids sport. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it was soccer there for a while, and now it's baseball, and the neighbor is getting a basketball hoop, so that's... that's... Oh, I, didn't, I, I just knew he was going to want to quit. Oh, and then, you know, since they're trying to hustle the kids through on the batting on the end, I went and watched, because they umpire from behind the pitcher instead of the catcher, mm-hmm. and, oh, a strike, and I was like, that was a foot over his head. Like, he's supposed to swing up like that? Whatever. <laughs> and, then the, and then the next one was a foot outside the plate. Steerike! It was like, not even close. Not not even... And then so Holden's slumping off like, oh, I did bad. It's like... <sighs> would have been much better if you just shut it down and we could have gone home. Yeah. But instead, it's like, well, we'll quick, quick get through this and we'll make the kids feel bad while we're at it. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't quick get through it either. Yeah. And they're not doing like three strikes and you're out so much. Just go until you hit a ball, kind of. Oh, man. And tonight you get to do it all over again. Well, tonight is just a practice, so it's not a scrimmage. So it's only an hour and a half. Shouldn't okay. go as long. But it's still, it doesn't start till seven. Dang. Oh. And we have so much to do when we get home of like, because they got to take showers or baths and. Mm hmm. So by the time you're home. They're showered, they're in bed, you're finally done, you're looking at what, 9.30-ish? At least. Oh, Oh. at least. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's like, let's relax and wind down, and it's like, I'm so pissed off that it's 11 o'clock by the time I'm even close. Yeah. And then rinse, repeat. (laughs) Oh, and then lately, wide awake at 1.30. Oh, and lately I've been, I can tell, I've been like, I get up at, I wake up at about 1.00. And I'm like, oh, I'm just, I have to run to the bathroom to piss. And then four o'clock, it's like, instead of one time at three o'clock, now it's, it's split up into two parts. It's one o'clock pee, four o'clock pee. And I'm like, that's, oh, that's not good. That's just me getting to my body saying, oh, bladder's mm-hmm. not doing so good. And 
Uh, oh, I know. I, I stood up wrong the other day and messed up my back, and then I've been sitting on these hard benches at these practices and my hamstrings all wrecked. <laughs> like, I can't even exist. <laughs> <sighs> I just hope that he remembers this next year when she says, do you guys want to play baseball? Please remember it next year that you hated this. Now, if they so would say, no, we don't want to be, be in this, we don't want to do this, would would she be okay with that? I don't think she would push it. Okay. Especially if they'd tried it once. Because they still play in the backyard with the neighbor kids all the time. Like baseball yeah. and basketball and all kinds of stuff. Not for me. Yep. It is not for me. Anything else you want to bitch about? Um, no, oh, just a real quick update on the COVID-2 dose, my second shot. Because mm. our last show, I had, like, it was the morning after. And I was feeling a little bit, eh, but not bad. Well... Afterwards, there was lunch, after we were done recording, lunch, and then I'm like, I'm going to just rest a little bit. And that's when things took a downward turn. I woke up, I'm like, I don't feel good. Uh, so that lasted the rest of the day into the evening, and then you know, I fell asleep actually really good, and I woke up completely gone. And in the midst of it, I'm like, this sucks. But looking back, I would totally do it again. I, I would have, I'll handle eight hours of uncomfortable for not going through what you went through. Yeah. So there's the update, but yep. Take your vaccine folks. Uh, well in this County, we are 88th in the state for vaccine taking. Um, how many counties are in this state, Eugene? Oh, there's gotta be 88. There there's, has to be. There's 88. <laughs> uh, my wife on the way back from school to this morning, she dropped, she dropped off the kids this morning and, uh, she was listening to NPR, and there was someone from your county on the radio just saying how we're, you know, really we're trying to get people to. They're just they're scared. We're, you know, the Amish folk. They, mm, they, they, this, they're they're very scared. I'm like, mm, put put the orange faced asshole back in office, and they'll all be lining up to take shots. Probably. I thought probably. we were supposed to live in fear. No, I know oh, exactly, exactly. That's why we stockpile guns and don't take shots. And yep. I, Whatever. I agree. I see lots so, of it. I see everybody's comments on Facebook on news stories, and they've been doing a lot more lately since you know their guy isn't in office. And I've mm-hmm, seen a few. Yeah. I've seen a few business owners. I think I even sent you one. Yes. Yes. Straight up racist. Just straight up racist. But big surprise there. Do you think that? Okay, so orange, the orange slug. He'd still be in office. Do you think that? There would be a lot more people taking the vaccine down in your neck of the woods. They're pretty anti-vax down here. In just in general. So polio, screw it, who cares? But like all the plague, like, eh, screw that. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I see, I see anti-vax posts every single day. Every single day. And yeah. I don't mean just like subtle things. I mean directly vaccines are bullshit. All right. All right. Whatever. Yep. That's actually, that's, that's one of the reasons why on my Facebook profile, I did post, I took the shot or whatever. I'm like, I'm just in case there's any of you left on my Facebook feed. I hope it pisses you off. It probably won't, but to be clear, it's, they don't not, like it. it's not from anybody I respect. So yeah, that's true. Danny, get out of the window. You stupid ass. She's on the couch looking out the window and there's probably a squirrel or a truck or something. And, and then that gets the other dogs to bark. Yeah, the old man, he is getting older by the minute. And he's 
If there's any kind of noise like that, he just, he wakes up and then he looks over and he's like, Ruff, 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 what? Ruff, Ruff, Ruff. Uh, oh, or so the male. Real quick, <laughs> j- just so you know, so last night I was at karate and um, uh, my one instructor. Mother shit. <laughs> oh, this show. Oh, this show. It's something, all right. <laughs> it's something. I have to pull the couch away from the window so that she can't reach it. Stupid big dog. Anyway, sorry. But if, if you want to know how, how well the vaccine does work, my, my instructor, um, his whole family got it. And his mom has cancer. So they were really, really, really concerned. Well, the only one in the family that had, th- that had thus far gotten the shot, both doses, was the father. And he was around five people with COVID and never got it. Hmm. Um, so there's a success story. Um, there's another guy there. He was like, uh, one another, another instructor got COVID outside of, outside of the, the building. He got it from one of his friends. He didn't find out about it till a certain day, but that, I guess that the day before he was doing a one-on-one private lesson with a good friend of mine and they were doing jujitsu. Well, jujitsu is. You know, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, it's it's rolling around and yeah, in each other's guard and <laughs> in each other's face and breathing and all that stuff. And I mean, the next day, this guy was like, "I feel awful." So immediately he calls this guy and he's like, "Just so you know, I I'm sick. Like I'm really sick." Uh, and this guy luckily had got both doses of the Pfizer vaccine. No issues. He's like he's pushing. I think he's sixty six or sixty seven. So he's you're saying guy. that he got both doses, but he could still be a carrier. Yes. Well, he he quarantined then. He was so like he was like I'm gonna quarantine just to make sure. But he was like, so the the younger instructor guy he got COVID, and the he had been doing a private lesson with the older guy, but the older guy he was fine. I mean, he that's, he, see, that's what I'm that's what I'm worried about is that people that get the shot and are vaccinated then think that, okay, no more masks and we can all just go gather and everything will be fine. I know. And it's like, you can still be carrying it, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think so. But it does. I mean, that just shows that, that at least for yourself, it does, it does work. So cool. anyway, yeah, but 88, that doesn't surprise me even a little bit. No, me either. Nope. Not one and, bit. And this summer, oh, the hordes of the elderly will descend on Holmes County to, I don't have to tell him what county I live in. A frolic around Berlin, Berlin. A frolic around the restaurants and the. They already do. They're, 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 everything's yeah. already packed. We're oh. all going to baseball. You think there's any masks down here when we're all sitting at baseball? No, I'm sure not. No, the the stands are packed, and it's just been practices. <laughs> oh, wait till the games, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, we haven't even got to where, you know, the grandparents come. Because they don't come for practice. Yeah, nah. Whatever. Yep. Oh, sorry about uh, Casper. I called him, but and he was going to be on. He had an emergency. He couldn't be on today. Casper. Casper Van Dien was going to be on? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Something, something came up. So I told him some other time, dude. Yep, yep. He'll be, yeah. He felt we're bad. all busy. He felt bad about it, but what are you going to do? Yeah, we're all busy. Yeah, his kid had water polo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready to talk about some movies? Let's let's do it. I'm Eric. 
And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette where we dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of the roulette, it is Starship Troopers, Traitor of Mars, up against Panic Beats, and I'm up first. Ah, Federation Trooper, Johnny Rico is ordered to work with a group of new recruits on a satellite station on Mars where giant bugs have decided to target their next attack. And Casper Van Dien, Dina Meyer. Yeah, we talked about that before. How is she in it? Dizzy Flores is dead. It was kind of a flashbacky, ghosty thing. Oh, okay. So she was just kind of escorting him, but she was in there for a while. It was a cool way that they used her. Um, this was fine. The animation was decent. It was like what I said, Final Fantasy Spirits Within, and, uh, what was that, Harlock, the Space Pirate, there was one or something, uh, the same style. There's been more than a few movies that have used this style, and I really like the, the style of the artwork. Um, the movie itself was okay, but it's a Starship Troopers. This is not peak property. Uh, use some of the lines too often. And he sounds like he's putting on a voice more than he normally does. Come on, you apes, you want to live forever? <laughs> How many times? I think they said that five times in the movie. It was like, relax. <laughs> uh-huh. Or what, what, what's the other line they always used? Uh, I, can't, I can't even remember, but it was just lines from the first movie that, yeah, okay, those are the ones that Michael Ironside said to you, and now you get to say them over and over and over. But there were some good action scenes, and it was an interesting plot. Uh, it just... I wonder how long that was. Felt a little long. Just some repetition. But there, there's some of that in Star, War, uh, Star Wars. Starship Troopers as well. Hour 28. It's like, eh, still felt a little long. Because yeah. we have an extended portion of the film where he gets left behind on Mars, and they think he's dead, and then he's got to walk a long way to this thing, and... Just walking and talking. And it's like, all right, come on. And then they, uh, yeah, once they get to fighting the bugs, it's just, just bullets flying, like infinite ammo, everybody. Like, like the first movie, it's, it's overwhelming. You know, there's, there's so many bugs running at you. You're just like, you're dead. You're just, you're just dead. But they find a way and. Few people is it gory? Is it, or is it pretty violent? A little bit. Like, when people do get killed, but there's not... A t- I didn't feel like there was a ton of it in there. Okay. Uh, I think you should give it a watch. I think you'd enjoy it, because you like Starship Troopers that much. Yeah, I do. So It's okay. It was fine. It was worth a watch, but uh, I'm not head over heels for it. It was more pretty to look at than it was to listen to. Okay. Uh, I think that's about it. Yep. Over to you. <laughs> Just roulette. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Um, on my end, Panic Beats. Latidos de Panico, 1983. Directed by Paul Nashi. And written by Paul Nashi. And starring Paul Nashi. The spirit of a deceased knight returns every hundred years to clean a house by graphically murdering the women who are making the life of his descendants unbearable. This is a good movie. Um, Spanish horror movies from that era are, to me, very similar to Italian movies of that era. They all have this great gothic feel going on. Um, It's just the language is different. It's not Italian. It's 
Spanish. And, uh, I quite liked this. It, uh, it's not overtly gory, but it's, it's just this cool little haunted house type thing. Unique story. Like it's, it's not a, oh, I got this thing figured out. It's just a cool little story. Paul Nashy is just his usual bearded, handsome self and a couple gory parts and lots of TNA and, just another Euro horror movie with lots of fog machines. Uh, but I really liked the ending. The ending was cool. And it was another one of those abrupt, all of a sudden it ends, and then Finn. Mm. I like those. I really like those where it's like, you check your watch and it's like, I think there's a minute left in this movie. And I'm like, we are we haven't wrapped things up yet. And then it's like, when it like the bad guy is vanquished and a word of Finn, end. And then go back to main menu. I That's just... <laughs> Hilarious to me. But, yep, that gets a thumbs up. That was quite enjoyable. I'm glad I have that on Blu-ray. That's one that I'll I'll revisit that one often. Cool. Uh, okay, coming my way. we got to wrap this up so we can get into the top ten. Because that's probably yeah. all we'll have time for today. Uh, Shadow in the Cloud. This is one that you had watched. A female World War II pilot traveling with top-secret documents on a B-17 flying fortress encounters an evil presence on board the flight. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, Nick Robinson, and others. That's on Hoopla. That looked cool. Uh, next up is High Kick Girl on Amazon Prime. I've been watching a little more AP lately. It's all trash. It's just all trash. But I've been watching it because I'm still trying to find that one movie from late 80s, early 90s that where I think I saw my first boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't find that movie. <laughs> uh, young girl, not going to mess that name up, is a very talented karate pupil trained by her sensei. Also not going to mess that name up. Uh, <sighs> that somebody else is very arrogant and spends her time degrading various other karate students in different karate challenges. One day she approaches by the mysterious organization called the Destroyers. Karate, 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 karate. It's called High Kick Girl. And lastly, on VHS, I threw Night of the Ghouls up there, and then I didn't remember till right about now that it was so short, so if you want me to pick a different VHS, oh. I can. That's fine. And for you, sir. <clears throat> uh, for me, first up is The Vigil. This is for Rent Online. I've been hearing some good things about this. Hour and 29 minutes, PG-13. Uh, a man providing overnight watch to a deceased member of his former Orthodox Jewish community finds himself opposite... A malevolent entity in writer-director Keith Thomas's electrifying debut feature. And I watched the trailer and it looks really good and it looks genuinely creepy and it's kind of cool because it's like there's some Yiddish being thrown around in there and it's a Jewish movie. So I'm very curious about that one. Uh, next up is Alone. From 2020, this one here, I th I threw up on the roulette a while ago, and I still, I'd like to get this one watched eventually. A recently widowed traveler is kidnapped by a cold-blooded killer, only to escape into the wilderness, where she is forced to battle against the elements on of her as her pursuer closes in on her. Uh, the trailer is really good. It looks like a polished movie, not one of these accelerator media type things. So there's that. And last but not least, this is on Shudder. Stay out of the effing attic. 
Hour and 20 minutes, a group of ex-cons turns mover, turned movers are convinced by their creepy client to pull an all-nighter. As the night progresses, they uncover the horrors that exist inside his old Victorian mansion, which sounds to me a bit like the Fetty Alvarez Don't Breathe movie. You yeah. know, you got the... the yeah. Maybe even your next. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. Stay the fuck out of the attic for you, I guess. Oh, hey! Not terribly interested in any of those three, but you can have that one because it's got an interesting title. <laughs> All right, perfect. Uh, and yeah, for me it was easy when uh, when I saw that you put up uh, the Chloe Grace movie. I'm like, I want to hear your opinion on that movie. All right, because uh, I was it was okay, but you I, you might really like it. You seriously like I I'm very very curious where you're gonna fall on that one. All right, there you go. Next episode, Shadow in the Cloud, up against Stay the Fuck Out of the Attic. And for middle segment, today we are doing Top 10 90s Action Movies. And this was not an easy list to make. Nope, I spent way too much time on this. Me too. Deleting, moving things around, it's still not the way I like it. Me either. Half an hour ago, I was changing things, completely took one out of the top ten and replaced it with another, because <laughs> I realized I forgot a whole subset of 90s action movies. And my list oh, of honorable great. mentions, there's probably 35 movies on there. Yeah, I stopped at, I think, my honorable mentions, I think I stopped at 10, so I got 10 and 10, because I'm like, I, I'll keep going. I'm just going to keep going if I, there's so many, because 90s was, 90s were good for the action Yes, movie. they were. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not totally in love with half my list, but whatever. I, I went with it, and I'm sticking with it. Number 10 for me is Desperado. I I think that was a defining movie from the 90s, where just lots of gunplay and gunfu kind of stuff they were bringing over from Hong Kong. And it was a low-budget affair, kind of, and I just thought it was really cool. I still do. I still think it's got a... Uh, most... Sh- shining thing in it is uh, its story. It's because it has a genuinely good story that ends in kind of a crazy manner. Uh, so, there you go. Number 10 for me, Desperado. I think that if we have, like, that was an honorable mention for mine. Actually, that was in my top 10 list. That was number 10, and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna bump it down. But that was, that's an honorable honorable mention for me. With begrud- very begrudgingly honorable mention, because I feel like that should be in the top ten, because I adore that movie. But Only ten. Um, so number ten for me is The Mummy. This is the 1999 Stephen Summers, Brennan Fraser movie. Okay, I, I guess now we can start talking about definitions, because there were a lot of movies that didn't make any of my list at all, because I classified them as something else. Oh, Okay. I wouldn't be, I'm, you can make your list out of whatever you want. I don't give a crap, but that one didn't make anything. I love that movie, but it, I didn't feel like it was just pure action. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm like, oh, the mummy's got to be on there. I love the mummy. Great CGI for its time and Indiana Jones type movie. Cause it, to me, it feels like, it feels like an Indiana Jones yeah, movie. An adventure film. Um, yeah. So that's the one that bumped Desperado off the top 10. <laughs> All right. Uh, number nine for me is Legend of the Drunken Master. This would be Drunken Master Part 2 with Jackie Chan. Also vying for my top ten, but I'm like, I don't have a spot for it. 
<laughs> I had to have at least one Jackie Chan movie in there. And I should probably have more than that, but I technically would classify these as martial arts films. And But I was like, I gotta have at least one in there. And I had Rumble in the Bronx, but I bumped that down to honorable mention because Legend of the Drunken Master is just so crazy. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Just out of control. I, I can't even imagine how many injuries there were on that set. Uh, anyway, great movie. Number nine. Uh, number nine for me is Mission Impossible. This is the Brian De Palma first installment with Tom Cruise. It is great. And it's one of those movies where it took me a couple viewings to fully appreciate just how great that movie is. I think the first time I watched it, I'm like, ah, it's too hard to follow and be a dumb action movie. And it's not that. It's very intelligent and very well made. And it still holds up incredibly well. That is a fantastic movie. Yep. So I agree. That train sequence at the end is just awesome. Nuts. It's when awesome. He sticks his head up at the top. You're like, I'm on a, like my heart just starts racing. Uh, number eight for me is hard boiled that I own Laserdisc criterion. Movie. Mm. Quintessential Hong Kong nineties action with giant exploding squibs and giant explosions and crazy stunts where people probably really got really seriously hurt jumping over cars and, and, I remember there's one scene in the factory where they're using cars and spinning around and there's just dozens of people in there just running for their lives and shooting machine guns and doing flips to get away from bullets and yeah, just crazy John Woo action. Hard boiled. That was an easy pick for me. Cool. Uh, next up for me is Executive Decision from 1996. Oh my gosh. Our lists are very different, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. Uh, two hours and 13 minutes that fly by. Kurt Russell is great in this. This is, to me, just the perfect example of like a mid-90s action, R-rated action movie. Uh, just the plot was great. It feels almost like a Chuck Norris movie, but without Chuck Norris. Uh, but I don't know if they would make this a movie like this anymore because it's dealing with, I, I believe it was dealing with uh, Islamic terrorists that were hijacking the hijacking the plane. I'm not sure anymore, but it's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, but great action movie. I really, really like this one. I might have only seen that movie once. Did you not like it? Eh, it was all right. It was fine, but I, I put it up there with like Air Force One. I just not something that I'm like, woo, slam bang action. <laughs> oh, that was for me. That that was a cat's meow. <laughs> All right, well, you can like, you can make your list however you want. I don't care. I'm trying to get this picture up here. I want to show you something. Ah, dang it. There was a new poster for this movie that came out recently, and I'm trying to find it, and I can't find it. It was everywhere a little bit ago. Nah, I don't think that was it. That one looks weird. Uh, number seven for me is Cliffhanger. Hmm. Sliced Alone. There are a couple of shots in that movie. I know the movie is mostly kind of cheesy, but there are still some shots in that movie that are just harrowing. The opening thing where the girl falls, it, it just, it plays on some, I don't have a, I don't feel like I have a super major fear of heights, but these kinds of heights I do. They are so scary in some of their shots. When he runs and jumps off that cliff into the trees and they shoot it from below, that is just one of the craziest mm. shots in the world. I don't know how the hell they did it. Uh, Overall, good movie. John Lithgow is an incredible villain in that movie. Even if the premise is goofy, he is scare legitimately scary. So there we go. Number seven cliffhanger. 
Good movie. I haven't seen that in a long time. No, it's a good movie. Uh, um, it's one of those where they, they might have broke the ref- record for F-bombs. You know what I mean? <laughs> After a while, it was like, all right, relax. That was Rennie Harlan. <laughs> Didn't Rennie Harlan direct that one? I think so. Or John McTiernan? I think it was Rennie Harlan. <sighs> Always get those two confused. <laughs> Uh, I'll look it up. Okay. Um, number seven for me is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, Rennie Harlan. Okay. Uh, part three of an excellent, well, for the most part, excellent series. I loved Die Hard with a Vengeance. I thought it was better than part two. It's not as good as the first one, but it's still really good. I think that Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis play excellent off of each other. Jeremy Irons is great as the villain. And it opens... Great with a great action set piece, and just the whole way through, it's they found a way to keep that series feeling fresh and new. You know, instead of being trapped in one location like they were in the first two, here it's all over the city. Uh, but great movie. I agree with every single thing that you said. The only reason that I knocked it down to honorable mention was was solely because of sequel. Hmm. What? Fascinating. <laughs> in some uh, things... Just because... Uh, and then he comes back again. Come in here. Come here. What do you mean, what? You're standing outside my curtain staring at me. What? What do you want? Nothing. I, I was just about to say, can you... Pay? Where's your brother at? You're what? Doing what? You guys can either go play in your room, or you can go ask... Ask him if the boys can come out. You don't need me. I'm not going to text her. She's not home yet. Close my door, please. Where were we? Oh, Die Hard 3. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I love that they're all over the city, and Sam Jackson is great, and there's great action pieces in there. It was really hard for me not to put that on there, but I'm like, this is round three of this series. You kind of know what you're going to get into a little bit. And it, he's getting... He started to get... that. That's when he started to get superhuman. And that's I, what made the first two Die Hards so, uh, so great. Uh, and I think this one is tied for, with the first one, in my opinion. Like, one and three are kind of about the same. Yeah. Uh, but three is where he started to become superhuman. When they fall down on that boat, I'm like, you'd be dead. Like, <laughs> you know, one of those things where, they, you know, Batman jumps off a building and falls down four stories and rolls, and then he's fine. I'm like, no, human body doesn't work that way. I don't care how fit you are. You're, you're done so. Yeah. Uh, okay, number six for me is Blown Away. I already talked about this movie last week, uh, and it still holds up, and I changed our header on our Facebook page to it, so you can see how big that explosion is. <laughs> I saw that. If you, if you look at the very front of that image, you can make out uh, Bridges and Forrest Whitaker running away on the dock, and they are this big! Compared to that gigantic explosion. I love it. Number six. Uh, number six for me is 1999's The Matrix. Uh, which I hesitated to put this on because it's science fiction. But I'm like, you know what? It's it's It was groundbreaking. And it kind of changed the landscape of how CGI was incorporated. And it is... T- there's tons of action. I'm like, I, fine. It's going to be in my list. I love this movie. I'll never forget the first time you and I saw this in the theater. It was li- literally too loud. It was, it was so loud. There is four times, four yeah. times I saw that in the theater. Fantastic movie, and I haven't seen it in a while. But the last time I watched it, it still holds up. It's still 
awesome. The plot is awesome. And I'm not a hater of parts two and three. I think they're good. They're not as good, but they're good movies. Yeah. Well, that highway scene part two is incredible. That was the best part of part two. Um, Keanu Reeves reinventing action. Yeah. You say? Hmm. Uh, Matrix didn't make my list because I call that sci-fi. But I don't disagree with a damn thing you said. Reinvents action. Number five for me is Point Break. Oh, I almost put that on the list. (laughs) Has to. That was one that was easy. That's on the list. For 90s, quintessential 90s uh, feel and action and and just everything 90s. Dude bros. Yep. (laughs) Dude bros. Red Hot Chili Peppers in there. Uh Lori Petty. Lori Petty. Oh, Oh, yeah. And of course, uh, crazy old, uh, not Nick Nolte. Uh, Nick, oh, are Gary, you sure? Gary Busey. Gary Busey, yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and just so many classic lines in that thing. And that, and that's all like before you even get to the Bodhi stuff and that fantastic ending. Oh, yeah. Keanu Reeves, he, he, you know, he gets, he takes grief, I think in the cinema community for not being the greatest actor in the world. But that dude has reinvented action films by my count four times. John Wick for sure. Matrix. We'll get there. Number five for you. Uh, Five for me is true lies. This is the Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Bond movie. Another one that I don't think would get made today, at least not uh, the way this movie is, but I quite like this movie. I, it's uh, haha, funny with the horse riding, walking the horse through the hotel, and Tom Arnold's funny when he makes sure that his pecker isn't shot off, and oh, he kisses that pole, <laughs> makes me laugh every time. But I like this movie. I, I've always liked this movie, and it it may not play as good on repeat viewings, but I, the first time I saw this movie in the theater, I was with a group of friends from high school, and we were just like fresh out of high school, and we're like, this is the biggest best action movie ever. Like this is this is incredible. And so it just kinda has a special place in my heart. And it's James Cameron and I love it. I d I don't disagree, but there's a, a little bit cringy with the villain and Yeah, I know. Uh, at this point and what was the other thing I was gonna say? Uh, some of the stuff with uh uh Bill Paxton. That is, that could have been cut out actually, I think, or a lot cut back trim, some. Trim back a little bit. Because yeah. man, I think I feel like that movie is like two and a half hours or close to it. And that subplot there, I get it with the whole true lies and with Jamie Lee Curtis. And I said it. before, the horse part's dumb as hell. It's not, it, not I mean the chase is fine, but then he's on this again, yeah. What, <laughs> fifteen, twenty story building and he's gonna jump over a four lane road with uh-huh. a horse like then the horse is like, eh. It's completely ridiculous that even the crotch rocket could make it over without a ramp. Yeah. Like, and it looks kind of goofy, but. Oh, the Harrier jet in the end was so cool. Yeah, that is one of the better explosions. Like, if we do an explosion list, that might make it when he blows up that, the bridge. Yeah. Harry! <laughs> uh, all right, number four for me is speed. Hmm. Here we have Keanu Reeves again. You gotta, uh, the reason that I say that the, these movies that he has made has reinvented action is because of how much they were parody, parodied after they came out. I, I mean, after Speed came out, it was, uh, it was the old, 
uh, it took over for Die Hard, in my opinion, for at least a number of years where it's like, well, it's like speed, but it's on a elevator. Well, it's like uh-huh. speed, but it's on a whatever. And I, I remember seeing that in the theater with my mom and like, I think my aunt or my cousin, uh, just because we were on summer vacation and I would get to see an R-rated movie once in a while. And the F-bombs that flow in there, holy crap, it's crazy. But from the elevator scene at the beginning to all the stuff with the bus, yes, it's a little ridiculous when it jumps over the bridge part. Uh, but just the whole story there, and it, awesome, fantastic. I just watched it with Addy here in the last year, and still, still a heart-pounding movie. Quite good. My man Keanu. Yeah. Uh, number four. Uh, number four for me is the original Bad Boys not that and here's the thing I think that part two is a lot better I think part two is the best one of the series but I don't know this one just kind of cemented that Michael Bay style and it's at this point I think a very iconic movie um, that just the color palette and the way it was shot it still holds up the back and forth with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence is fantastic it's funny the car chase is awesome. It's just a great movie. And another one where uh, I went into the theater not not knowing a whole lot about it and being like, this movie is incredible. As a, you know, as a, what, 20-year-old guy, just loads of testosterone, and it was just great. <laughs> uh, tons of swear words, and what's her name is in there being all sexy. What's her name? Avoiding uh, tidal waves. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yes, yeah. She's <laughs> Tia Leone. Yeah, no, no. Oh yeah, that's. that's the... Or was she in the sequel? Not... No, she's in not not Tia Leone. I think her last name is Leone or something or Leone, but Kia. Something. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was his first major motion picture. Will Smith. No. Uh, Michael Bay. Oh. Everything else before that's music videos. Man, that's impressive to me. That's then he did another. Then he did another music video, and then he did The Rock. Then he did Aerosmith music video, and then Armageddon. And I was going to say, did he do Con Air? But I believe that Con Air was Simon West. If I'm not, yeah, he didn't do Con Air. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I'm not. I mean, I know that you really like the sequel. Uh, I'm not sure where you stand on the first Bad Boys, but the sequel is from 2003, and so that this is the 90s yeah. only. It took me, I mean, I don't want to say it took me a while to come around on it, but I just didn't love it as much as everybody else the first time around. I liked it. I thought it was fine. And then on repeat viewings and because of liking part two, I, I liked it more, but it wasn't enough to make my list. Okay. I, uh, it's an honorable mention. Because there are still some really defining uh, 90s shots in there. Oh, yes. Were, were copied by a lot of people. Yeah. That was something that I thought about a lot while I was making this list is what 90s action movies really influenced other action movies. And, oh my gosh, The Matrix actually almost got sick of that for a while because everybody was doing the bullet time thing yeah. in every spoof movie, and it was like, come on. And Speed. That speed was being and knocked speed. off over and over and over. And then even the Bad Boys movies, like that style just was a lot more prevalent after this movie. Even Point Break, remember? You ever you ever point your gun in the air and just scream while you oh. shoot it? <laughs> oh, what was that? Uh, that was the... Um... Oh, Shaun of the Dead guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie too, by the way. Yes, it is. Uh, number three for me is Leon, the professional. I figured that was going to be on your list somewhere. Yeah, I didn't think it would quite get up that high, but I kind of had to do it because of the story and, and because 
the action in that third act, and having just kind of rewatched clips of it here lately, that third act, that climax, is bonkers. And I don't just mean in, in the action, but the way the action is shot, and the way that they have uh, transition scenes, the, the framing of, like, up his nose while he's yelling and stuff like that, are just just bonkers. And uh, do we, what, what do we need for a good action movie? We need a good villain. Mm. Do we have a good villain? Gary Oldman's a psychopath and, and legitimately scary in this movie. Uh, yeah. So Leon climbed up there for me. Number three. Number three for me is golden eye. One of the best James Bond movies. And my man, as the, like the last viewing for me, I'm like, for some reason it just catapulted this thing. Like that movie is great. It's, it's awesome. Um, too bad they didn't do the rest of Pierce Brosnan, his, his run like this. They didn't. But as it is, this is just great. We've talked about this movie countless times, so I'm not going to spend much time on it. But, uh, honestly, it could have gone higher, but the other two, I, I watch more, uh, and I, yeah, I enjoy me, I guess, a little bit more. But this Goldeneye was fantastic. Uh, yeah, it was really hard for me to not put it in my top ten and keep it in honorable mentions, but then again, it's a Bond movie, and we know what to expect from Bond. He's invincible and is going to live forever, and he'll never die, and, you know. Yeah. But I've spoke about my love of Goldeneye many, many times. And so number two for me is Mission Impossible. I remember seeing this movie in the theater and was blown away, and I didn't under fully understand all the intricacies of every plot point, but... It didn't matter. I knew I was going to watch it again. And in watching it over and over and over, it's like, I can see where all the elements are there. You gave me all the pieces to put it together. I just had to absorb so much the first couple times around that I wasn't able to see it. But when you watch it on repeat, you see, oh, I'm seeing what he seeing through the glasses and I'm seeing what he wants me to see through the glasses, not what's probably real and etc., etc., and so on. And so you can kind of unfold it a little bit more so it's not so much of a shock at the very, very end when they do that kind of big reveal before mm-hmm. the train sequence. Uh, obviously, there is some strangeness in there with, you know, using an explosion from a helicopter to get caught back up onto the train, but it looks cool. <laughs> um, and hey, it's impossible. So, just yeah. it be. <laughs> Too bad they... they kind of whiffed on part two, but then they bounced back with the very, very good part three. Well, and everyone's been better since. Yeah. In my opinion, it's just gone straight up. Number two for you. Uh, number two for me is Total Recall. And I I hesitated on this one because it is it is science fiction, but I'm like, it's still an Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie that I love. I watched this just you know, not that long ago, and I, I, I love this movie. I love the miniatures. I love the... Um, Rob Bottin special effects. The plot is great. It's just got tons of quotable lines. Um, so yeah, it's science fiction, but it's science fiction action, and it it went that high up my list because I might, I love that movie so much. Uh, it was hard for me to not put that on there as well, but you know, at the end of the day, I I I'm dropping off comic book movies, science fiction. I I got real strict with it for for my list. I don't care how you put yours together, but. Uh, that definitely made my honorable mentions. <clears throat> awesome movie. And number one for me is probably the same as number one for you. Terminator 2 Judgment Day is just 
maybe not the greatest 90s action movie of all time, but the greatest action movie of all time, period. And it still completely holds up. The special effects completely hold up. It's moving. You wouldn't believe that you could have emotions about a robot until the very end of that thing. Uh, I didn't fully appreciate the scene where Sarah meets the robot for the first time until I had watched part one a couple of times, because I watched part two first. And then you see why she is so freaked out when he walks around that corner. And it's so powerful. Uh, Good stunts. Insane stunts. The motorcycle jumping out of the building. The helicopter flying under the bridge is lunacy. And they did that for real. Giant tanker crashing. I mean, there's so many good action scenes in that movie. Plus, I, I always like an action movie that you could always make the argument for being a horror film. Because it's if your villain is good and it instills in you fear, you're going to feel more for the characters than just running around and... Uh, what's a good example? Arnold, that Arnold movie where he... I can, remember what I said I'd kill you last, Sully? Commando. Yeah. Are you worried about the bad guy in that movie? No, no. Not, not at all. Uh, but in, in something like this, it's like, how do you stop this thing? It, it's, it's invincible. It's crazy. It also is like the perfect same age as me, I think. Or at least the uh, main kids were. So when they're like at the mall and in the arcade, it's like, that was my, that was my age at that time. So I, it felt even more powerful to me. Number one for you. Terminator 2. <laughs> was, yeah. I, started, I started with that. I'm like, well, that's the best. That's the, that's King of the Mountain, and then I'll work my way down from there. But everything you said, it's it's incredible. I still remember how groundbreaking that movie was. Before this one here, James Cameron's The Abyss was kind of the biggie with CGI. Like, um, this is what's going on with CGI. And then he made this, and it just took off. And it still holds up. I think the CGI in this all these years later, is still really good. You can tell it's CGI, obviously, but he works that into the plot of the movie, and, like, it, it's supposed to look almost fake liquid metal-y or whatever, and, oh, it's so cool. Such a great movie. The helicopter under the bridge. It's, I don't know, it just feels dangerous because you know it is real, and it's like, that's something they probably wouldn't do anymore. Unless he's Tom, unless he's Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise does all, you know, all that. Oh, well, he'd do the flying. Yeah. <laughs> And but somehow be hanging out the side of the thing, uh, shooting it at the same time. And <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's great, it, especially the extended version. I like the extended version better than theatrical. It Me has too. just the right amount of comedy versus the Waka Waka Not Funny Part Three. Yeah, it's yep. even even driving that truck off off the bridge oh, into the into the aqua. What do you call that? I don't even know what it's called. It's a California thing. Yeah. That was on the, when he was on the motorcycle and the... He chased him down yeah. on the motorcycle. Yeah. There's oh, he, a little dodgy green screen there, but uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. And even just like the Arnold Schwarzenegger's, like his sawed-off shotgun that he's got, he just, boom, he spins it around or whatever. And yeah. Uh, technically, it's a rifle, I believe. Oh, yeah. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> just Guns and Roses just... Booming. Don't, don't, oh, no, 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 don't, no, no. Oh, all of a sudden we're going to be kicked off of the, uh. Yeah, that's what got us kicked yeah. off YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Even the mere mention of Axe on the game. Yeah, don't, nope. None of that. Uh. Okay, honorable mentions time. 
Buckle up. Here we go. I'll skip over the ones we've already talked about, okay. but I do want you to know they were on my list. Number one, this was a little tough for me to keep off the list, too. Payback. Mel Gibson. Oh, man. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, that's a damn good movie. Uh, Die Hard 3. Passenger 57 was hard for me to not put on this list, but too much. Same with Heat. Heat's an all-timer, but I kind of think of Heat as more of a thriller. Yeah, I agree. There are yeah. some fantastic action scenes, but oh. The Crow, it hurt my heart to not put The Crow on here because I adore that movie. Uh, Deep Rising, thought about it, but more of a horror movie. Twister, uh, Ronin, was hard for me not put Ronin on this list, but again, spy thriller. Last Boy Scout, I love The Last Boy Scout. Rapid Fire, The Rock, Demolition Man, Long Kiss Goodnight, uh, The Fugitive, Face Off, uh, The Rocketeer. Have you seen The Rocketeer? I have never seen The Rocketeer. Well, that'll probably be coming your way when we get to, what, episode 350. Okay. Total Recall, Clear and Present Danger, Blade, Jurassic Park, Last Man Standing. Remember that one? Oh, Bruce Willis. That was good. That's a Yojimbo. Yojimbo remake, yeah. And then, like, Rumble in the Bronx, and I could have just put most of Jackie the best Chan. Jackie Chan movies were in the 90s. Did you put any uh, Jet Li stuff on there? I thought about it. It would have been Fist of Legend. Fist of Legend. That's, that's like, my favorite martial arts movie ever, but I I, I don't know. It, it, it replaced that and Drunken Master, but it's more of a straight-up just martial arts movie, whereas Drunken Master has this whole other thing going on. I was like, whatever, I just gotta stop, because there's too many. Uh, honorable mentions for you. Um, just a few here. Uh, I put down The Rock, uh, Independence Day, but even Independence Day, I'm like, you know, eh, that's really science fiction-y. Um, but eh, Starship Troopers was another one that I'm like, that's that's science fiction first and foremost. Uh, Face Off, Blade, Ronin, Air Force One, Under Siege. I like Under Siege, by the way. I, have, I've, I haven't seen it in so long, though. I'm like, I can't judge that now because I haven't seen it since probably VHS days. That's pretty cheesy. Yeah. That's what I, uh, Con Air and even Con Air. I'm like, uh, how yeah. can that be? Yeah. We're going to get banned again. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robocop 2 and Predator 2 are two other ones that I'm like, I, I especially uh, Robocop 2. I really like Robocop 2 with just, it's just Tom Noonan is the villain. It's such a Bonkers sequel. It's actually so is Predator Two, and then Desperado, Drunken Master, and Aliens. Yeah. So, and then a lot of the other ones that you said too were on my list. Okay. Cool. Well, I think that's an interesting list. I think you got a little more sci-fi on there than I would say, but that's all right. Do whatever you want. Yeah, it was fun. I I bet it would be difficult to do a uh, a '90s horror top ten. That it has to fall in the 90s because that was not a good decade for horror movies. Yeah. I think science I fiction movies would be pretty decent. I think there's some solid science fiction in, in there. Yeah, there was. But that's also right when we were at the age of like high school, middle school. So that kind of stuff would appeal to us. Oh, yeah. They were, they were making more gritty. Not gritty, that's the wrong word, but more hard or uh, uh, edged um, action movies. Oh, definitely. I, I think the 90s were great for action movies. I mean, clearly, look at this list. 
These movies all rock, and I'll watch them all again right now. I actually fig- I actually am surprised that you didn't put Last Boy Scout on your top ten, because I know that you really like that one. I know, but it, it was hard, because it's just like, it's just a diehard movie. Yeah. It, actually, it literally, there was a the name, and it is. There was a Van Damme movie that I considered putting on that I really like. He's some guy in a, in a hockey arena, and I, I really liked it, and... Um, but I'm, it's like, it wasn't worth top 10, but I really liked it. You remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. All his movies have su- sudden impact or hard, sudden-, sudden change. Yeah. Hard, sudden edge. Yeah. Something. Now a sudden impact. That sounds right. That was a good movie. <laughs> I watched that a few years ago. Oh, and eh. doesn't the helicopter yeah. go down through the roof or something? Maybe Yeah, it looks horrible. Uh- <laughs> Uh, but that's because like, it doesn't just go down through the roof; it goes exactly, precisely straight down. I and remember it goes that slowly, very slowly. Yeah, yeah. like that. No. Die hard in a in a hockey ring. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm good. How can right, I live with that? Stop it. Get his band. <laughs> oh, and just Nick Cage and his real, real sexy mullet. And... I was never a fan of that movie. I think I liked it more because of all the villains on that plane, uh, especially John Lithgow. He was great as – was it John Lithgow or was it – Not John Lithgow. Oh, the other guy. Let's not The do other it. Lithgow? Yeah, the other John. Uh, being John Malkovich. Bah, there you go, Malkovich. Yeah. Yeah, the villains were good, but then they just kept busting out that stupid country song. Oh, I know. Like, For shit's sake. It's too much. Was Need for Speed with Nick Cage, was that a 90s movie? Angelina Jolie? What Need for Speed? No, oh, it's not called Need on. for Speed. Eh, he <laughs> names some Mustang Eleanor, doesn't he? And he ramps all of them. Yeah. That was a remake of a Steve McQueen movie from back in the day. Gone in 60 seconds. There you go. Yep. And she was all blonde and dreadlocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast and Furious before it was Fast and Furious. Yeah. Uh, okay, I only really have one movie to talk about and recently watched. Because I've been watching TV and other stuff. The New Mutants from 2020. Five young mutants just discovering their abilities while held in a secret facility against their will, fight to escape their past sins and save themselves. Maisie Williams, Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Heaton. I was really curious about this one because it's been delayed for so long. And it kind of was selling itself as like a horror movie, but an X-Men movie, kind of. Maybe a soft reboot or... You know, these are the new mutants, and then it kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed, and then COVID, and they're like, well, just keep putting it off. Why not? Well, I finally watched it, and I see why they kept putting it off, because this is a piece of shit. (sighs) I mean, this is worse than any of the other... I will put every single other X-Men movie above this one, including Wolverine Origins and... Dark Phoenix, any of them, literally any of them above this. That bad. Oh, you're going to watch it at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in my... Yeah, my... <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Uh, they're just in the wandering around the mental facility because reasons, and then there's, like, ghosts or demons, maybe, and the, the, but maybe they're not. Maybe it's just their psyche, or maybe it's these other people manipulating them, maybe, and then at the end, there's big CGI kind of creature thing, but you don't care about any of the people, and they... Because they're all kind of assholes? Like all the kids, they all just attitudes, and they all have a different accent, which is really weird. Like one's a southern accent, one's like British, 
want and, and a real bitch for whatever reason to everybody, no matter what's going on. And you're like, why? What? I, then this guy over here, he's got some other accent from Texas or something. And it's like, and cut to next scene. And you never really figure out what is going on or why. And maybe they're doing experiments on him. I, I wasn't even clear on most of their powers. Just suddenly he's a blue ball of flames. And then the other one can spit red fire. And the other one, I don't even know. Maybe that one had laser eyes. I don't, I don't know. I do not care, <laughs> but it was an hour and a half and I was watching it. I was trying to figure it out the whole way through. I mean, I wasn't really ever bored, but when it was done, I was like, well, that was a piece of shit. And it does feel a little bit Frankenstein. I was going to say, I, I'm curious if that, what else has Josh Boone made? I could be totally wrong. Maybe this was what he wanted to make, but Josh Boone, just, they were all kind of just snotty and bratty. And it's just like, Oh, he was the writer for The Stand. Oh, that explains some things. And he was the only thing he directed before that was The Fault in Our Stars. No interest in that at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you should check it out sometime because I'm curious what you'd think of it. Maybe you'd get a kick out of it because it has some horror scenes in it, you know? Ooh, demon creature and stuff. Was it, but, did it feel like it had some sort of a budget to it? Or was it like, oh, that should have been, like, that feels direct to streaming? Uh, who can tell what that is these days? I know. I don't, well, I wonder what the budget was for it. But, uh, no, hard pass on that one for me. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I can see why they didn't want to put it out. It's... Doesn't make a lot of sense. Budget was sixty-seven to eighty million dollars. Ooh, that's high. I mean, is it on the screen? It sounds like it's not on the screen. Oh, there's a lot of effects here and there, but they're still all kind of in this one big building. I just didn't care. I couldn't bring myself to care. That's it. The new mutants. Back to you. <laughs> oh, I'll review one new release here. Uh, Jacob's wife. Have you heard of this one? Oh, yeah, the vampire thing with uh, your guy. Yeah, Larry Fessenden and Barbara Crampton. And, uh, oh, there's a wrestler in this, too. Um, kid, it's always good. Kid Punk, or what's it, CM Punk. Um, and it's directed by Travis Stevens, and he uh, also did... Another movie that I think was on the roulette that I gave a huge thumbs down to. Girl on the Third Floor. That's the one. Uh, I mean, Barbara Crampton and Larry Fessenden hold this movie together. Uh, I I feel like I'm in the minority here. Like, it's getting pretty solid reviews. And I'm like, eh, it's too long. Hour and 38 minutes. And most of the side characters are... Not that good. Barbara Crampton, by the way, is legit great in it. She's really good. Uh, and Larry Fessenden is really good, too, as the preacher husband of this very, very bored housewife that gets bit by a vampire, and she kind of takes over the roost. Like, she starts to be the leader of the family, or I guess, of those two. Um, it's got some really good gore. Really good gore. Um, but the lead vampire, just spoiler, I'll, I'm guessing you probably don't care, but 
the lead vampire, they obviously took the look uh, from Salem's Lot, the vampire in Salem's Lot, which is really cool in Salem's Lot. In here, I'm like, this is like the a skinny, nerdy version of that thing. Not cool either. Like at first, I'm like, oh, this might be a paying homage to Salem's Lot. No, it's straight up ripping off Salem's Lot, not in a good way. I'm like, that's a Dollar General version of Salem's Lot vampire. Uh, this is the Toby Hooper Salem's Lot, but uh, it starts out pretty good. Actually, it starts out really good, um, and then they start to interject some really dark. Or they try to interject some dark comedy into this. And it doesn't work. I'm like, nope, fallen flat because you didn't set yourself up as a comedy to begin with. Now all of a sudden you're trying to be darkly comical and no, not working. I think, what did I give it to? Um, I, it just, it was frustrating because there could, there is a good movie in here, but get rid of the silly, like trying to be funny. And it's way too long. Like there are numerous side characters that could have been cut out of this thing. Uh, but uh, I watched the trailer and I was like, that looks no. It, it, well, then you watch the movie. You watch the movie because I watched the trailer and I'm like, oh, that's, there's the movie. It's all there pretty much. I figured. So, eh. <laughs> uh, anything else? Um, uh, I've just been watching like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, so yeah, I'm, let's I'm, real quick. Are you caught up? Yep, there's okay. only one episode left coming out this weekend, What? right? Yeah, I got caught up too. I watched the uh, latest episode yesterday. What do you think? Are you? It's, I feel like it's been improving. It's been getting better. There have been some scenes that I, or some, you know, I, I like, but it's kind of weird that we have, you know, one episode that's 30 minutes and then the next one's an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and then and, and it's got a lot of, of just chit-chat. Oh, the last episode was, it was chit-chat heavy, <laughs> this yeah, last one. And throw in the shield, which never quite works for me, but whatever. I ricochet off two trees and I catch it perfectly in the two sleeves. Like, you're not a super soldier, Sam. I, I thought that too. I'm like, like you're not, you don't got the blue, the blue, blue blood. jizz going through <laughs> you. Why are you, yeah. Uh, so what do you think about, um, I mean, I guess if we can get into spoilers here a little bit, but they, the, I'm not sure what her name is, but she's like the leader of the resistance, the curly haired. Oh, the girl from Han Solo? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I me, don't like the character or the actress. I'm not sure. It's it. She doesn't seem powerful enough for what that character should be bringing. I'm like she. Just, well, they. I mean, her whole crew has taken the serum, and she has too, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, I she guess whipping ass. Yeah, I don't know. It just they they say about how like why is she so distressed? Like it just. It seems brushed over to me, like... Yeah, yeah, they haven't really been very clear about the bad guys in this, but I guess they want things to go back the way they were uh, during the snap. Okay. Where it's one world kind of government, everybody's helping each other. Like, they have some okay motivations, but at the same time, how are you trying to get there? Yeah. Are you going to kill half the people again, or what? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't, like... Am I supposed to kind of root for her? Because, like, you see glimpses of her being kind of good, but then I'm like, but then not. And then you got Kurt Russell's son being, yeah, the Dollar General version of... Kurt Russell's son? The guy that plays Captain America. That's Kurt Russell's son. Goldie Holland's son. 
No, that's Kurt Russell's son. <laughs> Look it up. The 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 John Walker character? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, that's and if you if you know if you look him like up, oh, that's some Kurt Russell's eyes there, and yeah, I know I, I had no idea. I I was like, what are you talking about? Well, you said Kurt Russell, and I'm thinking of like Star Lord. <laughs> Star Lord's not in this movie. That's kind of cool. Show. I think it's kind of cool that they get you know his son to be a uh, in a Marvel thing, and but I think it's cool that he's what's his yeah, what is his? I don't see it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I, I don't believe you. I'm saying uh, Wyatt Wyatt Russell. No doubt. Damn it! I hate it when you click on a name and it goes to some fan wiki thing. And I didn't know that that he was Kurt Russell's son. Like when I watched uh, Overlord, which he was the American soldier in Overlord. Yeah, he was really good in that. That's, I remembered him in that. Uh, but yeah, I'm not sure where I read that recently during Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm like, oh, that is Kurt Russell's son. Cool. No doubt. Interesting. So, uh, as far as more spoiler thoughts, what do I think about it now? Because we haven't discussed it since like episode one or two, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so we've had a few, I guess, spoiler, spoiler. There are still just Marvel inconsistencies and, and that I am like, why? Uh, and nobody seems to give a shit. I, I listened to a bunch of different reviews of people talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League where they just pick every little thing to death, but then just Oh, love Falcon Winter Soldier. Love it. I'm like, okay, why does it make sense for them to be upset when Captain America kills somebody? Why Why is anybody upset about that? Because in the very first episode, you got Bucky and, and Wing Guy flying around, just blowing up helicopters left and right and just killing the dick out of tons of soldiers. That's Machine true. Machine guns. Yeah. Well, everybody was watching. It's like, what? But he was a soldier. I mean, the old Captain America was a soldier in World War II. He killed a hell of a lot of people. Now, all of a sudden, you think he's... Uh, that's not... Then they go in, in this big warehouse and fight him together. That's not Captain America. He doesn't kill. I'm like, what are, what are you talking about? Yeah, he does. He's killed a lot of people. So I... Well... And people online were like, well, yeah, but it was in front of people with cell phones, and you can't present that image. And that wasn't even the guy that did it. I'm like, he's also from a group of terrorists, international terrorists that everybody knows is international terrorists, that everybody knows that you're chasing down and fighting. Uh-huh. And I said, uh, Bucky and, and Falcon were, were shocked. They were like, <gasps> like, what? I have you, I, I don't, I just, I didn't, I just didn't get the shock and awe at, at that part. It was like, you guys have been killing people left and right every episode of the show. But because it was in the desert, it doesn't matter? Or, or I mean, what? It, it, I don't know. I just don't... I don't get the inconsistency there. And again, especially coming from people who are willing to nitpick every little detail of a DC movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, but... I'm like, okay, ready to wrap this baby up. Get on with Loki here next month, or... Well, I'm not sure when that comes out. May or June. Yeah. And I was, I was like, well, um... One more episode, huh? Yeah. I feel like we've been spinning our wheels for a bit. Oh, yes. This last episode, even Joni, she was like, like, let's go. Like, okay, we're fixing up a boat, and we're fixing the hell out of that boat. I mean, it's moving stuff around and painting, and I'm like, mm, I get it. I get it. Yeah. 
I've got a lot of people online saying, oh, Bucky's going to die in the final episode. That's what they're setting up. I'm like, dude's 110 years old, for shit's sake. I Okay. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing Falcon's new wings. That's what's, they, what's in the box, I'm assuming? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Is he going to be Captain America, or is that... That's... I don't know. I, maybe? <laughs> I don't, who knows? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's mildly diverting. Yep. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> yep. It, that's... Uh, it's, I mean, it's... People seem to love it, though. So I... Fine. It's, it's fine. <sighs> yeah, Loki and Black Widow and... Oh, uh, coming soon, I guess, sometime in May. May... What did I tell you? May 4th or 5th or something? Uh... Love and Death and Robots Oh, part yeah, two. that's going to be great, I hope. And then Volume 3 next year. I had no idea that was even a thing until you texted me. I didn't either. It, it just, the trailer just dropped. Nobody else did either. And at the end of the trailer, it says Volume 3, 2022. <sighs> like, and that trailer was awesome. Yeah, are you going to rewatch the first series again? Oh, absolutely. Me too. Absolutely. Because yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, I need to watch that again, because... I, we reviewed that a long time ago now, but I'm like, I think that almost every single one was either, was good to excellent. I don't think that there was any flat out duds, was there? It's been no, a while now. Not, no, they were either, inter- uh, it was like, oh, that's an interesting concept with a different art style I don't care for as much as the last one maybe, but it was an interesting story and then the next one was like legit great. Yeah. And then some were just weird, but it was like, I'm never bored. Oh, there was one that was super CGI and nudity and uh-huh. <laughs> like something BDSM or whatever. Wasn't Topher Grace in one of them too? The Icebox? Uh, I don't remember. There, there was, was I, I when I first watched that thing, I expected there to be like three or four, maybe five shorts, maybe. And I feel like there was ten. There was a lot. Like there was a, there was a bunch of them. But I'm looking forward to rewatching that. Yeah, me too. Uh, coming soon, uh, we should probably try and get a guest on next week. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, hey. He's, he, he's had the most slots, I think, in our action movie thing. Maybe after he listens to this episode, then we can, you know, get him on to discuss. Yes. Really changed action. So. Yeah. I'll line that up for next week. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Other than that, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, I've been watching some trash on Amazon. Garbage. Ah, uh, what else? What else? Still Impractical Jokers with the wife. I, I told her, I was like, you know, we got to cancel HBO Max. What was it? Last Friday. It, time's up. You, I'm going to go cancel it. She's like, wait, wait, wait. You mean no more Impractical Jokers in the evening? I was like, well, yeah. Maybe we can ride it out another month. It's like, well, whatever you, you say. You're going to say, so, now you got Mortal Kombat coming up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do. Ah. Some good trailers for that one coming out, yeah, too. Yeah, I know. What about you? Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, I'm going to rewatch Anthropophagus because I need a little bit it's more. It's been nine months. Yeah, I've been, I need more Joe D'Amato in my life. Um, I'm kind of, I can feel a, an Italian horror kick coming on, which never left. I mean, that kind of is a always and forever thing for me. So, Dr. Butcher, MD. Um,. The Other Hell, which is a Bruno Mattai movie, Nunsploitation, Hands of Steel, I want to rewatch that, that's that Sergio Martino movie, Hell of the Living Dead, another another excellent, well, not excellent, but another, actually another shitty uh, <laughs> Bruno Mattai movie, <laughs> Clyde Anderson or whatever. Um, yeah. Maybe 
we should alternate the guest booking. That way you can get some of your horror. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Cause I, okay. I would love to get, you know, Jody Amato on if, well, man, he rest his soul, I guess, maybe. <laughs> get your Ouija board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the guy that made Troll, boy, would he be great to have on here. I don't even think he speaks English. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, I just said he doesn't speak English. <laughs> What's his name? I've seen inter- I've seen interviews with him, and it's all in Italian. Oh, Claudio Fagrasso, God bless him. Also known as Drake Floyd. Oh, Drake Floyd, that's a new one. He's got, like, maybe, numerous maybe, aliases. Maybe he speaks English. Yeah, <laughs> Drake Floyd is the one that, yeah, he's... <laughs> Oh, Claudio Fagrasso. That's, I, in another life, I wish that my parents would have named me that. Like, Claudio Fagrasso Weaver. You know, I think you can change your name for like 10 bucks at the courthouse. Just to... <laughs> can you imagine? Actually, forget, forget Claudio Fagrasso. Just Drake Floyd. That's a, that's a name. All right. Well, I got to go mow the lawn. Oh, have fun. And then afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Just. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, but see, at least where it's at tonight, I'll be going by all the fast food places downtown so I can just pick up some tacos and There you go. Go. Now, does the kid you shovel that down the kid's throat before baseball? Oh, yeah, sure. That's what we'd have to do. Yeah, we'd just slop something down before <laughs> baseball. Oh, the Taco Bell dollar menu. Here's a here's a burrito. Have at it. You know, I spend two bucks. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, okay. I'll see you next time with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.